0: Hi, Kissy. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. Hi, everybody. Y'all don't understand what a big deal this is because, you know, the girls' table, the show itself has been kind of on hold for a little bit. So we're trying to get it back and get it on its feet and start having our conversations with our phenomenal women. Um that the girls table intends to converse with. Tom Kitty. why am I always first? (laughs) We love you. That's what we want. You've been a guest on our show. So maybe that's why you're always first because you know it's about to go down. So maybe a brief introduction or a brief run through for those that are first timers uh, on the girls table. The intention is to give women a voice and the intention is to spread the wonderful works that women around our country, women from our region are doing and have conversations with those women so as to inspire other women to do better. So we have one such woman joining us today for our conversations, one of my favorite people ever. I think I see her here. Let me try and add her. Um, can get going, what time is it, we're supposed to started exactly 10 so for now um we're just gonna wait for more people to come through and yeah <laughs> holla, holla, holla. <laughs> hi tanya oh my god how good. are you is sound good i'm good my <laughs> darling i'm good how are you
1: I'm okay. I'm very much okay. Then get flu, but now I'm good, thankfully.
0: Really? Oh, Lea, flu. I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about that. I hope I hope you're feeling better now. I am. Much better, love. Thank you. Good time to chill, because I don't safe want anybody hands. messing with my neck.
1: <laughs> don't worry, he's in safe hands, Jay. He's in safe hands. hands. He's
0: in safe hands. <laughs> All right, so um, before we get into our conversation, I was just telling the people what a big deal this is for the Girls' Table to be back on air because we're kind of the show and the show itself. Yeah, man, so it's good to be back, and it's wonderful to have you as our very first guest on our Girls' Table Live Conversations that, (laughs) that we'll be having every Wednesday. So please join us every Wednesday, guys. All right, um... I last saw you at your book launch. You best um, in love. <laughs> that was the best Thank times you. of my life, fighting for hands on.
1: <laughs> we have to have one of those soon again. Absolute, Absolutely. Time again. Bring, absolutely. Bring the book launch will allow you this time around.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. So that like, people can see you in action and see me in action and have, you and, know, yeah, all yeah, of that, that going you. on. <laughs> 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 no sound, we're calling Exactly. <laughs> All right, so I think you know a couple of people have come on, so I think uh-huh. we can get our conversation started even though we're a little bit ahead of time. <laughs> <How is it? laughs> It's about 3 minutes to 10. It's about 3 okay. minutes to 10. So, all right, all right. I think we're good. I think we're good. I think we can start. All right. So, for everybody, uh, for those that do not know, we are joined today on our live by Sanelisi weitak but also known as tonga Mukololo. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite people ever. She is a... Re- I'm going to say renowned. Don't stop me, okay? Don't correct me. Okay. Do not... Jeff. Author? Absolutely, honey. She's the poet. She is the founder of uh, Tonga Mukololo Publishing. She's a mom, she's a wife, and she's one <laughs> of the few women that I know that speak and own their truth. So it's Thank very. You. Very great to have you here to have conversations about I'm the work that I'm honored you to be here with you guys. Like
1: your platform has always been about amplifying voices, which is what I'm all about. So thank you very much for this platform and opportunity.
0: I think I think one of the things that really brings us together is our um, dedication to telling women's stories and giving the voice to women that ordinarily wouldn't have their own voices. So your publishing house mm-hmm. is dedicated to getting stories of women, from women, by women, out and into the women. world. Yes. And I love the work that you've <laughs> been doing in demystifying gender-based violence and how Thank you're working you. towards stopping the silence around it. So we want to get mm-hmm. to know more about that and the rest of the okay. other work that you do. So, um, I mean... Um, well as we converse i'm going to talk more about you know what you do what you've studied but for now i want us to talk about a theme a motto that you live by "Heal the world one word at a time please tell us what that means what that means to you and how it came about
1: okay so um through life's journey i realized that um in as much as words have the power to harm and hurt a person depending on how you use them, you actually have the opportunity to use them to heal. So you can vent, you can grieve, you can encourage, comfort, soothe, and you can even teach using words. So sometimes finding self-disclosure um, can help traumatized people to express their feelings, which is very important, because sometimes you need to empty out all of these things you keep bottled inside. and. It's not easy to actually start that conversation, (laughs) but once you start writing it down, it just starts to flow because it's feelings that you've kept inside, and whilst you start writing, it all comes out easily, and you find you're in a better space, and you're distressed, and even if you've been depressed, it kind of feels lighter once you've put it down on paper and emptied yourself of all that negativity and toxicity within you.
0: I like how you speak about squabbling our experiences, feelings, because somehow it feels like that's a norm in African households. I don't know why we are told, keep keep your cards close to your chest, don't Don't tell nobody what you're going through. (laughs) And we don't understand how detrimental that is not only to the psyche of a woman, a but to your life in general, and how that becomes more traumatic than it is helpful, because they, they want to make it seem like it's for your own good, your you know, but
1: is, keep it, quiet. Exactly. is it? <laughs> I always say this, um, someone once said, why do you want to talk about issues like rape, gender-based violence, and all such issues are taboo, and I said if it's happening, it can't be taboo, so, unless it stops happening we are not going to stop talking about it so let's first stop it from happening then you can say it's taboo because it is taboo for you to rape someone it is taboo for you to marry a child off at a tender age when they don't even have any experience about life or knowledge about how life is supposed to go so if you're saying it's taboo let's first make sure that um we have stopped it all from happening. And then you can come and say it's taboo. But we are going to speak on it until you realize that it's happening and you effect changes that make sure that it stops happening altogether.
0: All right. Um, you have encountered a lot of women, some mm-hmm. through the work that they uh, that they submit to you for your publications, and maybe some through you know, personal interaction and discussing <laughs> experiences. What issues would you say uh, you've realized that women are facing that they absolutely need to heal from in oh. order to live their truth and their best life? Okay. Um yeah there's a lot. <laughs>
1: um
0: Just, just briefly, especially <laughs> those that speak or that your work speaks to directly. <clears throat> okay.
1: Firstly there's um mental health, right? in our societies people don't really believe in going for therapy or going to see a psychologist it's, uh, you just need to leave it alone or tandaza, something
0: like that, you know, when actually oh,
1: you know, you know, and we're like, No, we need to hmm. We need to speak about how we're feeling and how our minds are. Because someone said there's nothing like depression. There's nothing like stress. You're making all of these things up. And when was this? I think it was last week. Someone was questioning if anxiety is an actual thing. And it's very scary because we have seen people become crippled by anxiety in our society Absolutely. all emanating from traumas that they are told not to speak of like you said earlier the, most people have so many traumas that they are bottling up inside because it will say you know what um you can't talk about this we're trying to protect you when in actual essence um let's talk about rape for example In some families, they say they try to protect the victim. But what they're doing is protecting the perpetrator because sometimes that perpetrator is within the family. And you find them um, continuing having family functions with that perpetrator in the family functions. And the girls are told, don't wear short skirts. Don't wear loose fitting dresses. Don't wear revealing clothes. But we're like, why is the perpetrator still there when you have knowledge of what they have done? And then people say... Someone can't suffer from anxiety when they are put in such circumstances and situations where they, are ha- where they have to sit across from their perpetrator, smile and share food and drink as if everything is okay and nothing so, ever happened. So yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot that needs to be addressed.
0: One of our viewers says, I've seen people who say Black people don't go through depression. It's a white oh people's God. thing. And each time I hear that, I break. You know what? So true. Mm. it's so true. Mm. And hopefully like Zonga is saying, we're going to heal the world one One world at a time (laughs) by speaking our own truth and our (laughs) own experiences. And that leads me to my, to my next question. What I love about your work is that it doesn't come from a place of theory. It doesn't come from a place of speculation. It comes from a place of experience Experience. with you having experienced your own journey and had to heal uh, from, from things,
1: his.
0: what would you say was instrumental in your healing journey? And if you don't mind, if you're free, mm-hmm. what was your experience and what lessons can you share with others that you drew from your journey of healing? Okay. So
1: I am a victim of, huh, well, a lot of things. <laughs> But it's a good thing I can now smile and laugh about it because there was and a time when about someone it. asked me this question I'll just break down and we probably have to end this conversation. But I'm at a, I'm I'm, at a... Uh, in a you, good space.
0: In a good I'm place. i such
1: a good place now that I can actually speak about it and not be affected or start to have an attack whilst talking about it. Exactly. So I was... I was raped, I was a victim of gender-based violence, physically hidden by my then uh, partner, boyfriend, whatever, anyway. So I had to, I was going through all of these things and I kept bottling it up until I tried to commit suicide so many times. I actually lost count of the times I tried to take my own life because it was hard. Like I said before, we're told not to speak about these things okay and when you try to get that conversation to start people then look at you in a different way they think you're looking for attention what do you mean you have anxiety what do you mean you're depressed what do you mean you're stressed why would you want to take your own life you're not grateful for the life you're living in as much as people think that people have these I put them in quotes, great lives. Mm -hmm. People also have battles that they fight. For example, I was fighting a lot Mm -hmm. at that time. But if you met me, I think I was, I used humor to hide behind, to hide the pain I was going through. So if then someone was to hear that i would actually taken my life back then, I think they would have been shocked because I was such a comedian and a clown that they wouldn't have known that I was going through all of that,
0: you see. Mm Mm-hmm. So what, um, what, how did you heal yourself?
1: How did I heal myself?
0: Okay. Um,
1: So it all started when I went for my first therapy session. Um, The therapist I was seeing, the first therapist I saw was a male therapist, which wasn't helpful because all my, anger and resentment and hurt was, was towards, towards men was towards men and it emanated from the things that men had done to me so that one wasn't um, a success until he recommended yeah. that i go and see someone else because i was doing a lot of transference so i was transferring the emotions i felt to, towards my perpetrators towards him so we weren't moving forward and i met this lady in Gueru and she said okay let's take a pen and a paper and I just want you to pour your heart out and tell me what it is that you're angry about. I want you to address the people you're angry with and I want you to tell them what you want them to know and what they did and how you feel about what they did. So through that, um, I started writing, all along I've been writing suicide letters each and every time I to commit suicide. Those letters,
0: Mm -hmm. is it
1: my network okay um conversations with the gods is actually Uh a poetry book which emanated from the suicide letters that i wrote so from those suicide letters i then started to write a poem to talk about what i was going through when i wrote that particular suicide letter so now during therapy she said i want you to Make sure that each and every time you're feeling a certain way, whether it's anxiety or a panic attack you're getting, or you're feeling depressed and stressed, just pick up the pen and paper and start to put it all down in words. And I found that the more I did that, the more I felt lighter and felt relieved because there was so much unspoken pain that I was carrying within me. And once I started writing it down, it was as if I was sharing it with someone, even if I hadn't shared the writings with people. It all felt like I was taking it out and
0: putting it out
1: there. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. how I came to be a fan of what, what the, the mantra healing the world, one word at a time, and art therapy as well.
0: Mm-hmm. So you speak about how writing um, your feelings, emotions down was part of your healing journey. <laughs> Is healing accessible <laughs> to everybody? Because not all of us can take a pen and the paper In and write do right. Does that mean then that healing is inaccessible to those that are incapable of doing that? What other alternatives is- would you... Yes. Okay. So
1: there's um i i focus mainly on art therapy which is using creative methods of expression so that's either writing music drawing sculpting whatever form Mm -hmm. of expression that you can use to convey whatever emotion you're feeling can work but if that doesn't work for you and you find that maybe you're not as creative you also have the opportunity to go to a psychologist and a therapist. They have so many models designed to help people depending on the type of trauma that you're going through, depending on the help that you need. Because as people, we need different types of help in different areas. Mm -hmm. We might have both been raped, but the type of therapy I need may be different from the next person and the next person as that goes on. So we need to make sure that whatever form of therapy you choose is tailor-made to fit you and that you're also comfortable with how you are accessing and going through that therapy. Like I said, for the first therapist I went to, it didn't work because of the transference because it was a male therapist. And at that point in time, I was resentful
0: towards all men completely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. I, I mentioned earlier how you not only write but you also collaborate with other writers and yes. ask for their stories and stories their voices. And poems. How how easily or how comfortable are other women uh, in terms of submitting their work their and work. speaking their truth? How hard it? Is- is cuz i found, um i realized when we were trying when we were doing the girls' table and we'll try to get people to have like some difficult conversation and yes everybody will shy away shy and away try. and they don't
1: want, yes. they don't want to respond with their own stories and experiences so easily it's yes. hard for people to do that that is very true and <laughs> we we okay every time we launch a one poem project we might have two or three people pulling out believe it or not yeah so it's still a struggle because some people then think um i'm not ready for people to hear this part of my life or i'm not ready to share this part of my experience with the world but what mm-hmm. happens is if whenever that happens i try to have a conversation with them we remove their work and I try to have a conversation with them because we're not only just about pushing the publication. This is a platform and a project where we want to heal people. So what we're saying is, even if you pull out, it's okay. If you need someone to Mm -hmm. talk to about what it is that you've gone through or what you're going through, we're here, so let's talk. And uh, I've got so many friends I've made through that uh, line
0: because...
1: Mm -hmm. um, I think for the survivor edition, we had seven people pulling out. And their stories are stories that left me feeling ah, some type of way. I felt angry on their behalf. I felt broken, hurt, and traumatized. And of course, there are some people who say, oh, no, it's a story that happened to someone else I know. And it might be true, but in some cases, people say that just so they don't have to have the burden of their truth being known and mm-hmm. the way you handle such stories is very important as well because some people are coming to you through their writings and saying I need help can you please help me and once you read that yeah, it's, it's a cry for help absolutely it's a cry for help and you definitely need to answer to that cry mm-hmm. that is what we're
0: doing all right. So Miss K underscore ZW says, I've faced stigma due to my anxiety within your family. <laughs> and imagine if your your first <laughs> line of support is it's already the one that's stigmatizing that... you, what more trying that's to out go out people. with your story? Absolutely. Yeah. And Russian yeah. Benna says, I haven't submitted mine because I don't want to be asked a lot of questions, you know. Because now people start wanting to say, So, you know, what really you know, and
1: and then what happened? Which, who did what? Who Especially You know, when, you know when absolutely. The, the friends that you keep now want to know who exactly did what. It's, it's
0: absolutely. absolutely. So much
1: stress and trauma all at one time.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, sometimes I wish I could give my courage and my strength to say, because together we can achieve so much more. So much more but when most of get. us are still afraid of their own journeys, it's it becomes a little bit difficult. All right, so Tonga Mukolala Publishing and The Girls' Table, I'm in partnership on a project that um, I'd like you to expound on for for our viewers and our listeners. So can you please tell us a little bit about the project and what we are trying to achieve?
1: Right, so this project is called Moya, spelled Mm -hmm. M-O-E-A, and Moya mm-hmm. is a Sesotho word which means soul. So we right. actually found that the name Moya was befitting because it stands for what the magazine is all about. It captures the essence of what we're all about and what we're trying to achieve. That is mm-hmm. a space for women uh, to come through and lay bare their souls through writing without being judged, ridiculed, silenced, discredited, and disregarded. hmm right and we've realized uh, so as we were talking uh, before we finally got a name and everything else whilst we're still in the idea phase we realized that most women are spoken about in a negative light and over the years we have been forced to suppress our emotions when talking about our realities like i mm-hmm. think when we started the conversation that they'll be like ah you know, you can't talk about this. Keep it to yourself. Let's keep it to within yourself. the family and mm-hmm. make sure nobody else hears what you went through. And this has hindered our progression in being heard and seen. And this might also be another reason why most people are still shy of coming out and speaking their truth about the realities that they have gone through. So, we want women to document their own experiences and we're here to say we're ready to amplify your voices without distorting or sugarcoating your truths so that mm-hmm. they can be palatable to people because that's mm. what we've been forced to do so many times,
0: you know? I like that you use the word palatable because you were there when the conversation was being had that women should talk to us nice. Nice. if they want yes. us to so to partner nice. with them in these conversations yes. and we're like, but we need to tell these things as they are, we can't sugarcoat yes. them and yes. package them in nice yes. little bite-sized you and know, things that you are able well. to <laughs> Stories need to be told as they are so that you are as angry as we are because yes. we are. at mm-hmm. this point nice and you know, so I like that you, that you put it that way. Please, exactly. please proceed. Yeah. <laughs>
1: all right so um we want to talk about a lot of uh stories uh and topics for example the plight of women we want to break down certain stereotypes like i was talking about earlier how most people have this idea that we as africans can't uh suffer from mental disorders those are the types of stereotypes that we're trying to break and we're also trying Mm -hmm. to correct these misconceptions about such issues and about women in general as well. Because there are some people who just have this misconception that women are a certain way and that's that. And women have to be treated a certain way so that for whatever reason, I won't even try and justify whatever Mm -hmm. reason they think Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. for that, uh, like they think that. And so um, another thing is we don't only want to talk about the negative Aspect of the life of women. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. each and every day, women break new grounds in records, you know, but Absolutely. not all our accompli- mm-hmm. accomplishments get an applause. And there are some mm. women out there doing great things we have never heard about because maybe they're in remote areas, for example, the rural folk and some communities, maybe that do not have access to media platforms. So we're Absolutely. here to cheer all women on and encourage them to keep going and clap hands for the women doing great things to say mm-hmm. hey we see you, we recognize you, we appreciate you keep doing what you're doing and we're here to say you know we're behind you, amandala to women and all of that
0: amanjala amanjala <laughs> you know I, I I love I love um, <laughs> the, 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 the aspect of sharing the positive aspects as well because there's Mm. nothing like seeing somebody else do it to motivate you to do to motivate even in the yeah even in the negative side in terms of when you see somebody else breaking out of a cycle that you are currently going through and you're like if she did it i can i should be able to do it as well so i i really Really li- and we look forward to to the publication, and I know it's going to break so much ground and you know uh, reach a lot of a lot of women um yes. I would like to know what other things you're working on and if if um we can look forward to anything <laughs> in the near future
1: okay okay, okay, just so you know they all heard it here first in November, I am launching. <laughs> My first novel called The Longest Journey. This has been oh my a work in progress for two years now. Oh, because that's... I haven't been, you know, I keep writing and then I take away from it and I add and I take, but now I think I am ready to give my You're offering ready to so share it. with us. <laughs> yes. So my offering will be shared on the 28th of November, 2020.
0: All right. Oh, my goodness. I'm so proud of you. I'm inspired by the work that you're doing. I am honored to call you a friend and an associate. And I look forward to that, to to, to the launch of your book, and also to the work that is inside you that we are yet to see. So I don't know whether you have any final words for for the people that are watching and people that are listening before we we end our trip. All right. So,
1: um, to all the women on this platform, you can share with other women as well. Uh, Moya will be launched on Friday the 10th. So, this is this Friday. We'll be launching the first publication of Moya. And the great news is, as long as you are a woman and you have something to write about, it might be about the plight of women, it might be about achievements or women doing great things you're welcome to do so all that information will be found in the publication so just grab a hold of the publication on friday the 10th and you'll get to know about more details on what you can do
0: to also share your stories through us absolutely yep, that's all. thank you so much hannah for joining us um thank
1: you, Matthew, you'll definitely be, be back
0: soon that <laughs> much i know <laughs> uh Wishing you all the best in your endeavors and Thank yeah, you. God bless. What's all
1: the sun right. raising hands now when we're leaving?
0: <laughs> <laughs> when we're now tired when we're now leaving. <laughs> all right, guys. So um, that's the end of our conversation. That was San in the same way. poet writer. Owner of a whole publishing house, honey. <laughs> I mean, what our more to you? Want? <laughs> so like you. I said, we're, we're going to be having such conversations every Wednesday. So please tune in. Follow the girls table in all our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Hopefully we'll be able to get this uh, conversation on YouTube. Yeah, And yeah, man, let's engage. And thank you to everybody that joined us. Thank you, Bye, guys. So Bye.